Welcome into the Siouxland Sports Insider High School Basketball slash Football Podcast. Wrapping up uh, football season here. It was a great uh, great football season that, that we got to witness this fall in South Dakota and also over in Iowa. Um, I'm Marty Millard, joined by Mitch McCumber, and our segment is presented by Bob Rose Point After. Bob Rose North End Zone and West Side Pizza. Thanks to Terry uh, for all the good things that she does in supporting us. And uh, Mitch, uh, we got to, an opportunity to spend some time over in uh, Cedar Falls inside the Unidome. Uh, saw some great football and some very talented players. And uh, we'll get there first, but I want to drop uh, Elk Point Jefferson uh, and cor- congratulate them on their first ever state football title in South Dakota. Yeah, they got a good win, 21-14, against a, a very impressive and team that is always there. Um, and, you know, I thought they, they played extremely well in that game. We talked about it uh, before, too. But they played into their strengths, and their strengths were to be more physical at the line of scrimmage and really just take it to them. And uh, they were able to do so. Uh, you know, they had uh, – their ground game was working for them. I don't know if they completed very many passes in that game. Um, but they were able to to play a very good uh, game and get to their first state title. And, you know, congratulations to them. Obviously, we'd love to have them on the podcast here um, sooner rather than later and to talk yeah. about their, their accomplishments and just overall the season that they had. They didn't lose a game. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, for the, for the most part of the year, we were talking about if they were ever going to let up a point. Well, they ended up letting up some points, but uh, still probably one of the best years, if not the best year um, in, in the state of South Dakota for them to, to win their, their championship. And, you know, these, these kids, we talked about it before, came in as a tight-knit group, and they left uh, state champ. So it was a really impressive. A lot of watched a lot of South Dakota uh, football, and there was some really good competition. A couple quarterbacks going D1. Uh, they filled the, the, the dome there in Vermilion. So it was a good, good atmosphere there, as was in Iowa. And we'll go right through the eight-man up through the 5A ranks here on finals and congratulate the winners here first in eight man uh congratulations to remnant st mary's a yep. dominant win against waco 38 to 16 they played extremely well put a da- uh, nice stamp on their season there those seniors that left were anything but uh, the the best that they could be i mean they, they were they were awesome and I, I don't know. I think they've only lost like four games total. Yeah, in their career. In their yeah. career. So yeah. it's just unbelievable uh, what they were able to accomplish there. Rems of St. Mary's, uh, the Hawks, they're getting getting the job done. Then go to Class A and Grundy Center. See, we thought we were a little bit in disagreement. I thought Wes Hancock would do what they did yep. last year, run the ball down Grundy Center's throat, and that was not the case. Grundy Center came out. Um, took back the the title that they thought didn't, they deserved to have one twenty seven nothing shout out West yeah. Hancock and that game we watched it wasn't even close yeah uh, they they put no doubt in Grundy Center walking out there with uh, a victory and that's the same team if you can remember back they played a really good Woodbury Central team and Woodbury Central played closer than what West Hancock did so yeah you know I mean if it's never you never want to end at the dome not getting a championship but if you look back at Woodbury Central be like hey. You know, we, we played yeah. with them just as much as, as anyone at the at the tournament did. So, and you go to 1A West Sioux, uh, you know, I thought they they got turnover happy early in the game and just Van Meter's defense is nothing to, to play with. And, you know, they flirted with it for a little bit and it ended up biting them. I think they had two pick sixes, four picks all together. Uh, definitely wasn't one of Dylan Wiggins' finest performances. That he I'm sure he definitely wants it back. Uh, but again, with a thing, those guys – 
very rarely lose games. Yeah. Um, especially they don't lose in Hayward. And so, uh, still to have them have the season that they had, you know, there's a lot of returning juniors that were really good. And then obviously it just seems like every single year, the, the sophomores that come up that turn into juniors and mm-hmm. so on and so forth mm-hmm. get better. So this team will be back. I, I definitely, um, believe that, but Van Meter will be right back there waiting for yeah, them. So there will be. And, uh, and one thing just real quick, um, the seniors for West Sioux, I mean, incredible job over their four years there. Um, they were asked to carry the torch at a young age. They did. They matured. They became a, a better team and better individual football players. So credit Coach Suisau and his staff over there in Haywarden. They did, they did an excellent job bringing this team along. Absolutely. We'll keep moving on. Uh, Central Lion getting a uh, really Iowa football win here at 10-6 to mm-hmm. over a really good Williamsburg team. And I tell you what, Zach Lutmer and this offense, you may say it's boring. You may say they ball hogged. They were just afraid to let Williamsburg get the ball and score again. Whatever it may be, they controlled the tempo and the time of possession and the yardage and yeah. everything that you need to do to win a football game, and yep. they won. Yeah. And, you know, that's just what they did all year. I thought, you know, obviously there was a couple plays where I feel like Lutmer could have gotten out uh, and he threw the the touchdown that they had, had Vanderzee open in the corner, threw a beautiful ball, great mm-hmm. catch, great adjustment. Both of those guys are D1 guys. Uh, we'll see where Vanderzee ends up going next year. Uh, Lutmer obviously going to, to Iowa. and. Yep. You know, I just thought it was a really good defensive game, probably the best defensive game that was played um, all the way through, obviously because it was the lowest scoring game there. Yeah. Uh, but it, it definitely wasn't a game that we sat there and like, man, this is boring because yeah, it just seemed yeah. like every time teams were able to move the ball, but when the defenses needed to tighten up, um, I felt like both teams didn't have great field goal kickers to where yeah. they had to basically get inside the 20 to kick a field goal. But all in all, a great game there. Then the comeback game, uh, the the Mount Vernon Harlan game. Harlan's down big to Mount Vernon. I thought they're down and out, yeah. and then all of a sudden they flip a script. You can just feel the momentum swing to the other sideline. Yeah. And Harlan does what Harlan can do, and they win. They're up teeth. I don't even know how many state yeah. titles they have now. Um, and come back and win. Uh, tied the ball game up at twenty three. Then the very next position they had threw about a forty yard pass over the middle and took the lead, and that lead was final. Um, I thought their defense in the second half really stiffened they up really extremely down. well. Yeah. Uh, Mount Vernon did their best to keep Aiden Hall um, in their in their midst in the first half and did a really good job at it. But mm-hmm. in, in the second half, especially on defense, he showed where his uh, his presence was felt, and he showed he's going to be a, a great get for your Hawks. And yep. I think it was a, a really good game. There's a lot of other Division One or even maybe smaller Division II NAI talent on that field, not just for Harlan, but for yeah. Mount Vernon as well. Uh, really good, clean football game. Uh, not as high scoring as it could have been, mm-hmm. uh, but it was re- played extremely well. Going to 4A, um, the tightest game of it all. This one went back and forth, and there's playmakers on every side of the ball. It was a rematch of the one we had last year, mm-hmm. and Xavier wins it this time by uh, seven points, 45-38 to 38 over Lewis Central. Lewis Central had a heck of a year. Um, they're going to reload. fun game to watch. Bro. They're going to reload and be yeah. back, and I assume uh, the same thing for that Xavier team. Yeah. Um, 
um, when we started to get up into the higher classes, the, I mean, the crowds really filled in. Yeah. Harlan's side was extremely full. Mm-hmm. Um, even the Williamsburg side for Central Line was full. When you got into the 4A and 5As, it felt like a like a smaller, like almost an UNI type of game yeah. because of how many people were in the stands and how much talent was on the field. Uh, but that Lewis Central game, man, was unbelievable. A lot and of then, talent on the field, both sides. And then the game that, that everyone kind of tuned into is – the Southeast Polk show. Yeah. And I tell you what, Proctor's the real deal. We saw some, some Oregon recruits down there. We'll see what that all shakes out to be, but, mm-hmm. uh, it was Abu Saba and that man had an, yeah. an unbelievable day. I'd uh, be 327 yards on the ground and six touchdowns. Just, yeah. I mean, that that's in any, I mean, that's, that's what you play when you're ahead of the way in pop Warner. Like that's like yeah. just above flag football mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, Hey, hand it off to the, really athletic kid and just let him go. But there were, he did things where he timed his cuts. He has good hips. We saw him play on the defensive side. Excellent feet. Yeah. His footwork's unbelievable. Just unreal. And the thing that's crazy is they have a a better, they have good running backs behind him and the offensive line just loses Proctor. Yeah. The the rest of them are back. And they they get their, (laughs) they're they're really good football players. Yeah. Yeah. They get their quarterback back. Southeast Mm -hmm. Polk has a chance to go three in a row. And I believe they have probably the best unit to do so. Mm-hmm. And they proved that, hey, no one was getting in our way from winning two straight. I one, I will see how it goes next year. I don't know if anyone gets in the way for three straight. Yeah. But I mean, just, you, you heading into it, I mean, you got to have them right. I mean, at the top. They got to be rated number one. Yeah. They have to. They have yes. to be. Yep. I agree. But all in all, great, great uh, football was played. I'm, I, you know, sad to see it go, but we get a jump right into basketball and yeah there was good basketball in the region in the MRAC this year or last year and good up in the the state of South Dakota too obviously with you know DV winning that state championship so we'll be able to keep a close eye on them as well this year and talk a little bit about um, Missouri River action here Marty as we'll go over the the rankings from last year I'll just go through them real quick Mm -hmm. uh uh, first winning the uh Conference last year was Sioux City East, followed by Council Bluffs, Abe Lincoln, Bishop Heelan, Lamar, Sergeant Bluff, West, North, and TJ rounding out the the bottom there. I see a lot of improvement, and I see a lot of in the especially in like the top three or four um, teams that were just outside looking in last year, mm-hmm. be right in the the hunt for it. I still think the cream of the crop in the the league's probably going to be Sioux City East with all they return. Lost B Ray and lost two other key seniors, but you gain all that maturity in the juniors that you had from last year. Yeah, Council Bluffs loses three big seniors. Bishop Heelan was a young team last year. Lamar's loses their two big seniors. Sergeant Bluff loses. I don't know if they lost any seniors. I think last they got everybody back. Yeah. So they're yeah. going to improve. West has the two seniors that want to go out with a bang. Three or more, actually, probably. Sioux City North has a team that wants to improve um, under a first-year head coach. So this this whole I think one through seven is going to give each other fits. I don't know about Council Bluffs Thomas Jefferson uh, too much to be able to speak on them. But uh, I do think that this this season's gonna be there's gonna be a lot more losses in the loss column where you kind of look at it and go, huh, that wasn't such a close game last year, mm-hmm. and all the development of the players um, I feel like has drastically improved, and we're gonna have some really good basketball being played here in the Missouri River Conference. Yeah, I would agree. And uh, you mentioned a couple new coaches, uh, Bishop Heelan, uh, Matt Hahn uh, has taken over there, and uh, he'll lead the Crusader. Boys this winter, and over at North, Trevor Alf- Alfredson, excuse me, 
um, lead the charge over at North. So I agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, there's a, a lot of kids that, that played a lot of summer ball and got better individually. So I'm anxious to see if that parlays over to their high school teams. And, uh, you know, they continue to build up wins and, uh, you know, form a good, uh, you know, starting five and then have some kids come off the bench that can contribute. So, uh, I mean, when you look at everything here, I, I happen to agree with you. Uh, Coach Raz Vanderloo's got a great squad at East. Um, you'd mentioned a couple kids departing, but all in all, when you look at uh, scoring, uh, Cole Ritchie had a nice winner last year, uh, ten and a half points a game. And then uh, you go down the list here a little bit. Kellen Jacobson uh, had Dobbs. a nice year. Yeah, yep. And Preston Dobbs is a heck of a basketball player too there. So a uh, lot to look forward to there. And then uh, you take a look at Helan. I, you and I kind of talked off the mic here. Uh, kind of like what they they return, Mitch. And, uh, you know, uh, Matt Knoll's a, a great place to start with them. Him on the inside is really good. Yeah, him and then you return. Uh, you have Sam Skinner, uh, Carter Kuehl. Uh, they'll be seniors this year. Uh, and it's just a, it's a young team. It was a young team last year. Mm-hmm. And for, mm-hmm. for them to do what they did, uh, three games above 500, I believe, at 13 and 10, yep. you got to feel like some of those losses turn into wins this year. Yeah. So uh, the, the the junior class last year in all all teams that are seniors this year is, is really impressive. Pretty strong, yeah. Brett Van Dyke, uh, Preston Dobbs, Cole Ritchie, yeah. and then more for East, Tyler Smith, um, Scott Kroll, for Sergeant Bluff, Mothershed Hayes for West. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Lloyd and Strobing for North. I mean, there are guys everywhere and this that are going to be seniors this year that want to go out and be better than what they were last year. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to just elevate the basketball that's being played around here. Uh, you had a lot of guys that um, – a lot of the guys that you talk about are involved in other sports. So they're, you know, in basketball-ish shape, if you want to say that. Uh, I know practices started, uh, I think, last week or a couple weeks ago. Uh, so to get them into – they started actually before that. Yeah. Uh, to get the, the guys into shape, you know, they're going to be ready to go. Uh, and I think that the the basketball around here, out of conference games, I can't, you know, say as much. I know East is going to play a couple different jamborees outside. I know always they have the one at the Tyson that Sergeant Bluffs involved in. They play like – um, Cherokee and Pocahontas and stuff like that. Yeah. So outside of conference, I can't speak in much just because there's a lot of good competition around uh, the area, mm-hmm. um, especially when you head either farther north and definitely when you head farther east. Uh, a couple of those Des Moines schools playing some really good basketball already. Yeah. Uh, but I think that this year in conference is going to be extremely fun to watch. I don't think that any team in conference is an easy out this year. Uh, and, you know, I've, last year you just saw that too. You know, uh, unfortunately for Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln, Josh Dix went down with an injury. Horrible and injury, yeah. their only loss in conference was to a Sergeant Bluff team who last year, you know, honestly wasn't the best that, that – you probably one of the worst Sergeant Bluff teams by record mm-hmm. uh, that we've seen in a very long time. 9-13, and 13, they finished the year off. It was a little, really slow start for them. They couldn't get a lot of things going, kind of matured into – how they normally do as the season progresses and your staff gets yeah. them going. Uh, but, you know, we'll see if their progression starts at the bottom again yeah. or starts in the middle. Sooner, yeah. And, and they're able to get to into the wind column a lot earlier. We'll see how that goes. Um, but should be pretty even playing field. You know, like I said, Lamar's losing some guys. But I'm really excited to see 
how this goes and how this progresses. And, you know, there's going to be some guys that are playing, you know, I wouldn't say at the extreme, at the D1 level in basketball here, but a lot of guys that will be going to Morningside's and Briarcliff. Yeah. So you'll be able to watch for um, here D2 on out. Some D2 kids sitting here yeah, that will have some opportunities There's a, There's well. some guys that can shoot and there's some guys that can defend. And we have a lot of athletes that will be on the court uh, in any – matchup here in Sioux, and I think that's going to be something to, to look forward to, and you know, I'm definitely going to take in as many games as I can. Yeah, for uh, and sure. It'll be f- fun to cover these guys, but, uh, you know, should be another another great year. I just feel like the this this Missouri River year is as balanced as it has ever been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would happen to agree with that, and uh, likewise, I, I'm looking forward to some good basketball this winter. It'll help get us into the spring months. And uh, just looking forward to it. But next week we're going to check in on uh, the Missouri River Conference girls um, and go over that kind of outlook and things like that. And we'll update scores as they happen and uh, start rolling out our basketball coverage on the website at SiouxlandSportsInsider.com. Just a quick note before we head out the door here. Um, I will be heading to Council Bluffs. Uh, this Sunday, we have a Iowa Nebraska Iowa Prep Red Zone uh, showcase event. Um, some kids locally here taking part in that event. Uh, great way uh, to get some exposure as far as football recruiting. So, be happy to share what I know from that next week. And uh, also, um, we're going to be talking about some new things um, coming down the pipe here. Um, with Siouxland Sports Insider and some exciting news to pass along to you folks. So I appreciate you listening and look forward to talking to you again next week. Thanks.